are listening to Oracle Radio. This is the Heart to Heart Show with your host, Dr. Shinshiri. Today's topic is listen to your inner wisdom. And today's topic is very important for me because uh, as I was sitting here just now, I was reflecting. I was reflecting on where I am right now in consciousness and um, the continual process that I live every day to be in a space of being. And I woke up this morning, um, just to give you a, a really quick uh, brief uh, understanding of where I'm at in consciousness. I, I woke up this morning understanding that uh, life lessons are going to happen. And those life lessons are going to be an integral part of your everyday experience. No matter what it is, whether it's with your family, your friends, your coworkers, you're going to experience different things that come up in your life, different trials, tribulations, um, upsets, setbacks, setups, um, and inspiration and insight as well. But I had a beautiful uh, insight as I woke up this morning, a reflection on some recent past life experience, which I'll go into detail of why I'm now rapidly moving into the listening state with step which is the fourth step in the superconscious model for living, which is what we'll be talking about today. When we talk about listen to your inner wisdom, okay? We'll talk about that. I'm excited about that, but it is all a part about uh, having you step into a space of consciousness where you can embrace unknown certainty. I'm going to Oh. 
could I not see? I was blinded by my own disparity. Nowhere to go, nothing to do. I didn't know, but I found myself. I reconnected with you. Unwavering life force energy. You showed me. I remembered you. You embraced me. I'm never letting go. I'm exactly where I want to be. A reflection of you emanating through me. I am you. You are me. We shall traverse eternity. Yes, yes. And so that brings us right back here. Embracing unknown certainty is the path of personal transformation. It is the path that leads you to your greatest possibilities of who you are becoming. I'm going to say that again. It is the path that you are traversing to understanding and knowing who you are becoming. The greatest, most magnificent, intelligent, powerful force of energy in the universe manifesting through you in your physical form, in your body, each and every one of us. We're going to have a very powerful dialogue this this afternoon as we delve into this lesson, listen to your inner wisdom. We plan to take a non-structured, evolving approach to our discussion, which this means the idea is to have the discussion evolve through question and inquiry. So, If you be so inclined or inspired, we want you to call in. Our call-in number is 310-861-2329. This is an opportunity for you to connect, share, collaborate, and dialogue with us. Join us in this powerful dialogue about your human evolution and what you need to do right now to get in alignment, to be at cause for your own greatness, to manifest the life style and the dreams that you want to have and have that come through for you as a expression of unconditional love with your reactivation and reconnection with I am the greatest powerful source of creative wisdom and source of energy in the universe that I am the great omnipresent deity whatever comes up as we dialogue I want you to jump in here and share your questions, your comments, and your perspective. However, there may be some words, expressions, and ideas that may be shared that may strike a chord in you. And if so, it's okay. We want you to pay attention to that voice. Watch it. Critique it. Be the observer of your own thoughts. Then decide, will you allow yourself to be riled by what is being shared, or will you allow yourself to be motivated, jump in here, and contribute your own ideas and perspectives in a co-creative dialogue? The choice is yours. We give it to you. So this show started last week. Last Wednesday, we had a guest on our show, Mr. Uh, Rodolfo Young. He is a heart coach. He will be um, joining us as we take a trip to Bali and we talked about the, the journey, this journey, this life journey that each of us has embarked upon. If you're listening and under the sound of my voice right now, and you're listening to this show, then you are on a journey, a journey in your own life. And that manifestation of what you're creating is 
all you. And so we talk about that here. We talk about how we awaken to our greatest possibility of who we are becoming, who we are becoming in all of our grandeur and beauty and our magnificence, the greatness that we already have within us. Some of us are benighted, meaning we're unaware, we're unconscious, we don't know about it. We think we know about it, but thinking you know and knowing and having a manifestation and real experience of knowing are two different things. So we're going to be talking today about listening to your inner wisdom because, and this is very special for me because today I awoke, as I started this dialogue uh, here on the show, I awoke today uh, with some, in a space of mid emotions. And on one hand, I was very, very angry with myself. Okay, about some things that I decided that I was going to do that didn't turn out how I wanted it to turn out or how I expected it to turn out. So I'm embracing that. I'm, a, I'm accepting the choices that I made. But at the same time, I'm also was in a space of gratitude. As you traverse your journey and this process of awakening to your greatest potential of who you are and how you're going to live your life as a true expression of unconditional love, you have to accept the good, the bad, and the indifferent. And so I was embracing my anger and my love for humanity all in one. So you maybe say, oh, Dr. Shinshiri, that sounds like a comp- com- complex, con- convoluted kind of thing. But what I'm saying to you is that this journey is not meant to be perfect. It's meant to be experienced. And so I am allowing my experiences to teach me, to allow myself to be patient with myself, to love myself, to um, embrace myself in all beauty. Way When I am able to do it with myself, by default, I open my heart chakra, my, my heart, in order to be able to do it with others. So that's what this show is about. And so we are beginning since we started since I reactivated the show a few weeks ago, we've been going through the superconscious model for living. And we're now on step four where I have reinvigorated myself and reminded myself and, and, and the angels have patiently nudged me as well to be gentle with myself, to love myself and to accept all that is unfolding for me because all design for my highest and greatest good that I might be so inspired that I might emanate grandeur in me and the magnificence of light energy that it would touch, move, and inspire others to do the same. So we're creating and walking into our greatness. So I embraced my anger so that I could let it go, so that I could be ready to receive and listen, which is the topic of the show, listen to the inner that's already that wants to hear unwavering insight, inspiration, intelligence, and power and creative ingenuity all rolled up in one to the mighty voice within. And that mighty voice is the great omnipresent deity. And you have the ability to reestablish that divine connection. Hear me and hear me good. You have the ability to do that. So I have been going throughout the day through this, 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 um, 
this mixed emotions of being angry with myself, but then releasing quickly and understanding that I, it's really up to me to either sit in my anger or to be excited about uh, my life and all that's happening to get me into the correct conscious level uh, where I can receive all of the things that were meant for me, that were predestined for me. And as you, what's already predestined for you. And you just have to come into a knowing and an acceptance of it. So it's really letting go and being free to receive. So that's where we are today in our fourth step of the expressions of unconditional love as we awaken our consciousness to super conscious levels of being. So that's what this this show is about. The fourth step to heal amidst tribulations that you can can allow your life lessons, the trials, the tribulations, the upsets, the setbacks to actually guide you through this process. That's what this is about. It involves spending time daily to be in silence, to listen, to turn off the chatterbox. And in, in when I talk about the chatterbox, the chatterbox is your ego. It is that part of you that wants to know it all, that wants to be in front of everything and everyone to be, to control and to hoard and to um, have it go your way all the time. So this expression of love where we are in step four is the expression of understanding and patience and compassion. And it requires that you be silent and listen through this expression. You can receive guidance, information, insight, knowledge, wisdom, and pure unconditional love from the great omnipresent deity and reestablish that divine connection so it doesn't waver, that all of your actions, your communication, everything that you do is all from within the divine space of the greatest, most intelligent, powerful force of energy in the universe, that that energy force is emanating in and through you. When you can remain open and free, you will establish a direct connection to source. The connection will be evanescent unless you can remain willing to listen, hear, and follow directions. Hear me good when I say that. If you are unable to be willing to listen and hear and follow directions, your connection will dissipate because it's not a matter of whether or not should you, or father, mother, can I? You can't ask, can I? It's, it's no, this is what you must do. So there is, there's no arguing with the divine. The divine has a set divine plan in place. And once you step into owning that power and being in alignment with that plan, then you have to just live through that manifestation to allow it to unfold for you to be accepting of all of that. The more you diligent with yourself, there will be trials and tribulations. There will be some ups and downs in this process. The idea is for you to actually accept it, move into it, and go through the meditations that are necessary to get you into that space of peace and divine tranquility. As you establish this more solid, unwavering connection to source, you will move into a state of allowing, which, what does that mean? 
if you're tuning in right now, you're probably saying, what does allowing really mean? It means just letting things be the way that they are, not trying to push it in one direction or another, just allowing things to unfold naturally without resistance. Resistance is a characteristic of the ego. Anytime you don't like something, that's your ego. Anytime you like something, that's also ego because you're choosing one state of consciousness over the other. But allowing says, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to allow it to be. And I'm going to be in this present moment, good, bad, or indifferent. I'm just going to be. And I'm going to allow my life to manifest from this space because from this space, the most abundance is allowed to unfurl. When this happens, you will begin to allow the flow of the divine wisdom to flow through you unabated. That means everything you do, your talk, your walk, your actions, your interactions are all inspired by the great omnipresent deity. You will begin to remember who you truly are beyond the, the mass, the pseudo self that you like to project into the world. Your life purpose and, and you'll step into that life purpose and into your true power. How you learn to take inspired action for yourself is really what the show is all about. So we're going to take a moment to open up the line, and I'm going to talk with my co-host and see what's coming up for her and for this show topic today and where she might be because she's been traversing this path with me over the, the course of the last year and a half since we've, we've been friends. And so uh, I just like to uh, open the lines to ask you, sister, how, how are you and where are you at this moment in this stage in the process? Yes. So for me at this stage in the process, I'm more into the, um, how shall I put this? The more of the awakening stage (laughs) Where, <laughs> where things are starting to repeat itself, but my reaction is different to individuals. So when I'm having interactions, they can tell that I'm not the same as I used to be because I'm being elevated, and I don't respond to the situations like I used to. It's from a different perspective. Yes, yes. Can you can you share an example of that? Yes, I can. Um, I would just say just a moment ago, and it's funny because every time um, it's time for me to co-host with you, Doc, I always have experience <laughs> right before the show. That's how good spirit is. But <clears throat> I'll say about five or ten minutes before going on live on the show, a relative came. And it was like a distraction of what I truly was trying to accomplish, which is what we're doing now, right? Mm -hmm. And this individual was telling me what was going on with the family and what I should do to help change it. And the response I gave him was, it sounds like you've got a job to do, and you're trying to ask me what you need to do. And the individual was like, what? I'm like, yeah, that, that's you. I, I didn't get that same message <laughs> as far as what my part in the equation on how to react to it, right? So mm-hmm. the individual was like, all right, well, I'll talk to you later and made a quick exit. 
I'm just saying it just is really it's beautiful when you see it real time. And it's crazy because everything's just been happening right away and then I'm talking about the experience. So it's like it doesn't give me enough time just to belabor the situation, to overanalyze it, but to get quick healing. Like me just talking about it on um, live radio shows with people that I don't know that's listening. It's a healing process for me. And it's just, it's an eye-opener. Yes, yes. And so this is the importance of this process, and I want to make this clear. This process of superconscious living, which are the six expressions of unconditional love, they're synonymous. So when you hear me say superconscious model for living or superconsciousness, I'm, I'm really saying the same thing when I say the expressions of unconditional love because that they, they are the same thing. They've evolved since I first wrote the first book, but they are still the same thing. One for simplicity, the other for allowing and allowing the unfoldment of the abstract experiences in our life to be what they are and without um, conflict, without uh, reservation, without, and just allowing the in the inputs, the communication, the behaviors, the, the, what a person say, just the subtle words they might use are road signs for you in your journey. And so when you pay attention, when you are what we call aware, and in this case, as you're becoming super conscious, you begin to see things even before people speak. You've already understood or identified where you're going to be in the equation based on how the experience unfolds. Um, simply because you're completely aware and, and, and you're, you're not just awake, but you are supra conscious. I want to make sure I, I make a distinction, distinction between being awake and aware conscious and being semi-conscious, unconscious, subconscious, and super conscious. They are different stages in this experience. And depending on where you are in consciousness will determine how you're going to progress, how rapidly you're going to progress um, through this process. It is a process. Six steps six expressions of of living. And so you can embrace it or you can resist it. And if you resist it, it's harder, it's more difficult, it's more challenging. And that is usually the issue because it's a very simple process. And at step four, you should be in the space of allowing. Now, some people might ask, Dr. Shinshiri, if it's a process, don't I have to go through all six steps? Yes, but it doesn't mean that all six steps have to be the same duration or the same um, or the same um, a magnitude every time you go through it because it's a daily thing and it's a repeated daily process and an interactive process throughout the day. So every time you have an encounter, you have an opportunity to go through this process. Every person you interact with, every um, experience or project you go into, every job you go into, these are, you, this process is being activated in everything that you do with your kids, with your family, with your coworkers at home, when you go out to parties, uh, when you're going out to sporting events, when you're, when, whatever you might be doing, if you're just sitting playing a game of cards or dominoes, whatever you might be doing, if you're taking a bath, you are living through 
this experience. Howbeit, at varying degrees and magnitude, based on the number of other people who are also co-creating the experience with you. So, like, for example, let me give it to you this way. Right now, you and I, Latasha, are on this call, and no one else has called in. The moment another person calls in, they become another party to the experience in the communication and the dialogue that's happening here. And then anyone that's typing in the live chat, they are other participants. And so they come to the equation of the experience as well. The amount of their interaction is the degree by which they are going to influence the experience more or not influence. So you could be a passive listener and watcher and not interact at all, and nobody really knew that you were there. Um, and so, therefore, those who are unaware that you're there, even though you're passively listening, silently not interacting, then they're not really getting any of your input to be a part of the experience that's actually unfolding in this online radio discussion. So the more people that interact and where you are in consciousness, you can kind of, and when you're focused on that, so it's, it's directing your attention towards being cognizant of the process, how it is be created by you and others and how you use it and how life and the universe uses it to move you from one state of consciousness to the next in order to course correct where you currently are in consciousness if you're on a road to destruction or if you're on a road to uh, moving, you might be on a road to enlightenment, but you might be taking detours. So the, the idea is how can you get there in an accelerated way and constantly keep that, that, that um, line of communication with the great omnipresent deity open. You do that through meditation. You do that through listening while meditating. So we're going to go into that after this intermission. So I'm going to take a moment to take a few minutes to reflect on that and help you uh, give you an opportunity to really embrace unconditional love. So we're going to take about a three minute break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk more about the practice of listening what are the what do you do how do you listen and how does it become a manifested uh, experience in your life from listening how does the great omnipresent deity communicate to you through this stage and throughout all of the other stages of the process and how does it become more fluid in your life and that's the goal to make it become an allowing experience that the that like breathing like the process is unfolding and you're recognizing at which stages based on the interactions that you're having in your life that is unfolding naturally for you without without all of the the hardship that goes along with it there's going to be some of those if you are at any point in this experience coming from the space of ego consciousness as opposed to perceptual consciousness, which is um, being a, open to allowing things to unfold naturally and facing unknown certainty. So give us a few minutes and we'll be right back. If I were to go back over my life, I could pinpoint various reflection points where I received divine guidance, or had supernatural experiences, interventions, and angelical moments. These were things that moved me in such a way that helped me understand and know myself. To know who I truly am and the power I have to create and manifest whatever I want. 
This dialogue is the beginning of a series of channels intended to assist you in healing and coming to your own self-awareness of who you are as a co-author of the universe. I'm inspired and uplifted. I'm in total reverence and awe of the divine power that I have, that I live with every day, and which I know now that I have always possessed. I'm truly open to this level of understanding and consciousness. You too have this same power. The challenge is for you to understand who you are and come to a realization and knowing it. It is the greatest challenge you will ever face. Are you walking around not knowing your true power? Do you know the divine essence that you truly are? To come into your own self-awareness and power, you must be willing to open your heart and accept the truth about your divine gift. It's the only way to have your personal transformation and again to live the authentic you as another expression of unconditional love. This musical dialogue is a deep personal discussion with yourself. The use of the pronouns I, me, and you can be interchanged and are intended for both of us. It is my personal expression, request, and dialogue with the divine. As you use this tool, the dialogue and commentary is intended to assist you in the process of opening up to your true essence. You must personalize this experience for yourself for it to have relevance, meaning, and impact in your life. Once you open up and master yourself, you will be able to use this creative potential in all areas of your life. As you begin to open communication in this way, you will naturally become a channel through which Source can fully express and communicate to you and through you. It is your job to remember who you are as an individual expression of I am right here, right now. When you understand and accept your divine gift, you can then be in superconscious deliberate action to co-create in partnership with your true I am presence. You will begin to see, know, and experience yourself as an expression of total oneness with everyone and everything. I am you, and you are me. I am here for you, always. I love you, unconditionally. Yes, yes. So we're back. Uh, and we're going to start to talk a little bit about uh, listening. How do you listen? Well, there's a really simple process to listening. So listening is your willingness to be in a state of solitude and stillness so you can receive clear messages to help you move forward on your life path. You have a life path, a numerology chart. The more you owe you're all, you are open, excuse me, to allow the power within to direct and govern your life. Your life will unfold naturally as it should. See, you've already decided what you want to do in life. You may have gotten distracted, um, gotten off detour, gone off course, circled back around, and now you're back on the journey. You, you never stop being on the journey. You just take a detour from from a direct straight line to your destination of where you want to be. So you take these these creative, uh, colorful experiences, uh, detours, like, like traveling down the road. So how do you stay on course 
and course correct so that you don't get too far off to the right or the left of your your goal. There is no way to really say this, but to say just remain open to your experiences. Because whatever you do, it's all going to happen on the path, okay? There is no other enlightened path to follow other than your own, okay? I'm going to say this again. There's no other enlightened path to follow other than your own. And you know in your heart, deep inside, what that is. So you want to go in and listen to your inner wisdom. Open up and allow yourself to experience and know your own greatness. That's what this is. So I'll give some examples of, of listening. Active listening will open you to a whole new world of possibilities. Some examples of this uh, includes quieting your mind or silencing your thoughts. Now, I've had many people tell me, Dr. Shinshiri, that's hard. I can't do that. Let me say you right there. That's the ego right there. The moment the ego kicks in, it distracts you. It diverts you. It causes confusion. Um, so the first thing, the first thing you got to do is just shut that sucker down. The moment you hear yourself saying, I can't do something or that's impossible, that's you and your ego telling the universe that something that is not possible for you. So therefore you create the ability, your, you create the experience in your reality of not being able to do it because you've already said to the universe, I can't. I'm going to tell you what my grandma used to say. This is a very good example. Can't been dead, ran the hell out of couldn't. It took me 40 years to figure that out. I'm going to say this one more time. It took me 40 years to figure that out, that my, what my grandmother, she was, she was a, a cliched bit of wisdom at that time when I was about, you know, 10 years old. However, it stuck with me. And now today, I know exactly what my, my grandmother was saying when she said, can't been dead, ran the hell out of couldn't. The moment you say can't, it is a present tense declaration. I'm going to say that one more time. I can't is a present tense declaration, meaning now, right now, I can't. So when she would say to me, can't been dead, ran the hell out of couldn't, she was letting me know that that ain't true because couldn't is past tense and can't is present tense. So if you say I can't, you immediately say to the universe, I am unable to do it. And therefore it gives you that exactly back to you, what you served up or what you asked for. And that is the uh, experience of not being able to. So when you say it in the present tense, I can't then you get the experience of not being able to do it because you are the author, creator, the producer of all of things that are happening into your life. So when she was saying, can't been dead right now, no, couldn't, couldn't is past tense, which means that I already did it, but I thought I couldn't do it. So that means she was saying to, to me, you know, to me, you, you know, can't been dead right now, no, couldn't, you can figure it out, right? So so she was giving me the opportunity to remove the can't from my present um, experience and move into a space of, oh, well, I think I can't, but if I do grab a stool over here or a chair or something to help me prop myself up, I might be able to reach that. Um, and so something that simple, something that little 
that cliche, cliche bit of wisdom that my grandma stuck with me all these years until alas, here we are in 2017, and I'm reflecting on that, and I have had many reflections on that, and it was like a recurring thing for me, and I started to realize, hey, I'm creating my own reality. If I keep saying I can't, then I'm not going to do it, and then that, therefore, since I'm not going to do it, I'm going to create the experience of not being able to do it or not experiencing it, and therefore, my truth is manifested through that exact declaration. However, if I come up with a solution on how to do it, and then accomplish what I thought I couldn't do in the midst of the present moment, then when I look back on that thought again, I could say couldn't because that's what I thought I couldn't do, but it's past tense because I've already done it. So with that being said, that's one example. Another example would be observing your thoughts without attachment. So let's say, for example, you're interacting with a friend and they are asking you for something. And therefore, you want to help them, so you give to them without expecting anything in return. That is a form of observing your thoughts, what's going on with you, in the request as the, 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 the friend or the family member or whoever it is, the person is asking you. You're taking time to observe your thoughts in the interaction. And if you do decide to help them, that you do it with a grateful heart, without attachment, meaning you're not going to have reservations about past things, past experiences with that person in this new encounter. So this is, these are, uh, this, this is an act of listening. Listening comes from within. It comes from you looking at yourself and allowing the great omnipresent deity to guide your thoughts by silencing them and hearing and receiving clear messages from source rather than what's coming through your mind because minds are connected to emotions and emotions are connected to actions. So therefore, if you get angry at someone, you should look to what you were thinking about just before you got angry with them because that's the reason why you're angry. And therefore, your action, your next action is usually tied to whatever anger you're having. So whether it's swearing at them, uh, throwing uh, preferred language at them, um, accosting them, hitting them, um, you know, being irate and compatible with them um, and confrontational with them, this is of your own creation, of your own making. So you, when you take the time to listen, listening comes from within, and it comes from the great omnipresent deity. And that is that inner voice in you, the voice in you that says, no, don't do that. Yet you ignored it, and you made that right turn anyway and got into an accident. These types of clear messages come through unabated when you listen, and you silence the chatterbox. As long as the chatterbox is going, it's not possible to really hear, okay? not really possible to receive the insight, the inspiration, the, the love energy that comes through unabated when your mind is constantly moving and thoughts are overly embellished within your mind. So if you silence your thoughts, and the chatterbox, I like to call it the chatterbox, when you silence that, then you allow for a free flow of communication to come through 
unabated because thoughts distract the communication and it filters out the voice of wisdom. This is ego filtration, what I like to call it. So these are some examples. Before we start the meditation practice, I'd like to give my co-host again, Latasha, an opportunity to share what's coming up for her regarding this listening process and observing our thoughts and silencing the chatterbox. Can you share a little bit about how you actually practice the steps? So for me, to be honest with you, I just tell myself, you know what, don't think about it. Just be quiet, live in the moment. Don't overthink about it. Just shut up. Because that's the only way I'm going to be able to turn off my brain and my thought process. I have to give myself tough love. Wonderful, wonderful. So let's go into the meditation. So when we do this meditation, just like we do with all the other meditations, we do the side, we sit still and silent without mental activity, no thoughts, enter, and entering into your conscious. If you, during the practice of this, uh, have thoughts come through, then here's what I want you to do so that you, you don't get distracted. Just let them flow through. Don't, don't critique them. Don't give them any energy. Don't, don't um, try to analyze them. Just let them flow through. And don't, and don't do anything about the fact that you're thinking about it. Don't try to understand it. Don't try to um, mold it over. Don't try to analyze it. Don't try to critique it or, or, or um, give mean or sign meaning to it, okay? Just that's giving it energy. And the moment you give just even a little bit of energy, it runs amok. It, it, the, the ego take, grabs hold of that and then the next thought and the next thought and the next thought. And then before you know it, you're inundated with all these thoughts of negativity or positivity that is a distraction from you being in the flow of communication that can come, come in unabated, okay? So we want you to do that. But as, you, as, you, as we, we talked about before, the meditation practice is about going through the six mudra breaths at the beginning, in and out, rotating your thumb-finger combination six times, okay? So you begin with the index the middle finger, the ring finger, the pinky, back to the ring, and you conclude the sixth one on the middle finger, which is, which is a purification of ignorance. Ignorance in the, in the sense of not knowing, not in the sense of stupid, okay? So, uh, um, so we do that. We're going to do that. I'm not going to go through the steps of how to do that because it's actually in the book. You can actually get a copy of the book if you join um, the, the fellowship community, you can join the fellowship community. It's free to join and you can get access to the book and you can see the technique that I'm speaking of. But we're going to start the meditation music for this called Listen to Your Inner Wisdom. And we're going to go through the six mudra breaths. And as we go through that, we want you to eliminate all thought activity. If you can do this or simply observe your thoughts without giving them any energy, like assigning meaning or critiquing them or analyzing them. So you just observe the mental thoughts. Observe your mental activity or silence them if you can, because you have to do this over a repeated practice to get them to quiet, to, to really silence them. If you can't silence, no thinking. Then you, you, you look to yourself, 
You're observing yourself and you're saying, am I thinking? You'll know if you're thinking, if a thought comes in and it's, and you get deterred off of what you were trying to do. If your intention is to contemplate not thinking and then you have a thought, then you know that you have not been successful because you're thinking about something other than silencing your thoughts. So that's one way to, to check yourself. If so, you have more work to do to eliminate your thoughts or to focus on, on just observing them. If you can't eliminate them, that doesn't mean you can't do this practice. What it means is that you just need more work silencing them, and we can go through different exercises to help you with doing that as a part of the Rethmo practice, which those who are going on the excursion with us uh, to Bali or any other chakra location on the planet gets an opportunity to really practice this real time um, in an immersed cultural experience. Allow and be with what happens during moments of fleeting stillness, which means that you will, as you are practicing silencing your thoughts or just allowing all of your thoughts to flow through unabated, you will begin to feel something or hear something. And this is where we want you to be. Practice quieting your mind while performing other daily activities as well. So you can do this technique of practicing silencing your mind while washing dishes, while um, taking a bath, while... Um, sitting and um, reading a book and pausing momentarily where, where you're not actively um, focused on thinking and there's very little thinking going on. And then we want you to record your experiences in your journal after each session. So you, you want to uh, document for yourself just where you are and what was going on in your consciousness after the session so that you can kind of get a feel of how you're processing this stuff. So you have to look at what you're doing internally to observe yourself in order to get into the space of consciousness where we want you to be, where there is a constant, unwavering connection with the great omnipresent deity. Okay? So we're going to start the music. We're going to do our six major breaths together. And then we're going to go through just a few, a few, minutes, of, a, a few minutes of the meditation just to kind of give you a feel of what should be happening. And then after, we want you to write in your notes, in your journal, or whatever it is you use to, to, to transcribe, what happened. What happened for you? The more you, you look at your thoughts, you look at silencing and quiet, you want to try to describe what happened so that you can reflect back on it. And you can share it, either with yourself, with others, Others in the group who are practicing with in the learning, in the fellowship community, you can, you know, share, get insight from others and, and learn what they might be doing to help silence their mind. So you can share your practices with each other and with me and with others who are in the community. So this is the, the goal of the practice. Okay. So you want to get into this repeated day this is. So let me turn on the music. Listen to your inner wisdom. This is a meditation music. It's typically about five minutes, but we won't go the, the full five minutes. We will just go long enough just to kind of give you a feel of, of how we do this. And now keep in mind, you're internalizing this. So you're not, I'm, I'm not going, you're, I'm not going to know what you're thinking, but I will, uh, as I'm going through this from time to time, I will, I will, I will utter what I might be thinking um, just very subtly, just so that um, 
you can understand where I might be um, in the process of silent in my mind. And if I'm not thinking it, and then, then I'll say that, no thoughts. You'll hear me saying, I have no thoughts. Or I say, oh, I just had a thought about this, and, and I'm not going to assign meaning to it. I'm just going to let it be. I'm just going to let it flow through and let it dissipate. And then if another one comes through, I utter what that is. And then um, it's an acknowledgement of it, but it's not um, giving any energy to it, so it dissipates. And so this is how you can keep your mind from wandering from the focused intent of silencing. So your intention here is to silence thoughts. So if you focus on that, when you have one, you will recognize when one is there because you have been focusing on not having one. So this is what we want you to do. Okay, so let's try it. First breath. Breathe in. Hold it. Breathe out. On the first breath, you should have your index finger and your thumb touching. We're going to switch middle finger and thumb.
your thoughts or observation of thoughts, whichever is what you From that practice, we are moving into a space where we can really understand where we are in consciousness by listening. Um, So the practice is intended that through a repeated daily discipline with yourself, practicing this technique, going through the meditative practice to silence your thoughts, that you will, with time, begin to hear the voice. If this is the first time you've done it, we don't expect that you will immediately always, Some, in some rare cases, cases you will, um, but for it to become a constant, unwavering communication in your meditative practice, you have to continue to do this practice daily. That means you set a specific time for yourself to sit down and do this practice. And that goes for each stage in the process, that you're going to do it for your recognized step, the surrender step, the accepting step, and the listen step. You're going to do this practice until you get to a space where you know from, from working with, the, with this divine energy, when you know that you're ready to do it while just living, while you are actually living what I call living in meditation. And that will happen. So when we get to step six, we expect that you have evolved in your consciousness enough to actually live it daily and breathe it. It's, a, it's an integral part of your daily living, like breathing. Uh, and, and that's what I wanted to make sure that I um, uh, put forth for those that are tuning into the show. And and as you listen to this archive on the fellowship community and you go through the e-courses for the practice to helping you understanding where you are in consciousness and being devoted to yourself, you can get some insight. You can get some coaching. Um, Being a part of the community is so important because you get to share your life experiences. You get to share the trials, the tribulations, the things that are coming up for you through the, uh, during the practice, Um, after the practice and before the practice that you can actually get insight from others on what they're doing and sharing with each other. So I'm encouraging you to sign up. You can sign up anytime. Uh, Sister Latasha, is there any comments you'd like to leave our listeners with regarding the practice? Um, And and just, you know, even uh, words of wisdom from yourself in, in your own technique. What I like to say is uh, it, it's a continuous learning process, and don't give up. Just keep on, keep on, and you shall succeed. Absolutely, absolutely. This process is about being vigilant with yourself, as Latasha said, you know, stay focused um, towards your own human evolution because no one's going to get there but you. And this is your life. This is your journey. 
And the more you stay vigilant with yourself, the more you'll get into the space of where you want to be and you'll allow the things that you want to accomplish to start to happen and materialize in your life. But one of the first things you can start doing is getting in alignment with the great omnipresent deity. And from there, everything else is added to you. So we like to uh, conclude and close out the show by saying to you that we've enjoyed this beautiful dialogue with you today. And just to remind you that we broadcast throughout the week when we're not broadcasting, you can definitely listen to this show live here on block talk radio. Uh, you can bookmark, bookmark us in your profile if you have a blog talk radio profile, but if not, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and other social media sites. Um, or you can go to the Oracle Learning Community or the Rismo Fellowship Community to become a member. Um, the websites are oracleofthetruth.org and rismo.shinshiri.com. Calm. You can join these discussions weekly to connect, share, communicate, learn, and share your viewpoints and perspectives. Solamente Aiki on Oracle Radio. Thank you for attending and being a magnificent audience. I love all of those that are tuning in and being a part of this experience. Uh, and definitely get over to the reefmo.shinshiri.com, sign up, and be a part of this co-creative experience to transform our own lives and be a cause for our own human evolution, while at the same time being an exemplar for others. The ideas and views expressed, shared, and communicated are not designed to limit, change, dispel, or ridicule individual ideas, religious convictions, beliefs, or unique mindsets. Our intent is to challenge conventional views in ways that may or may not have been exposed and debated before. The goal is to educate, enlighten, inspire, and provoke new ideas, viewpoints, and creativity in any and everyone who is willing to listen, communicate, and share their own ideas, beliefs, and perspectives. By sharing, we may be empowered to collectively transform our world and live according to supreme design as well as our own in ways that will transcend our present reality.